This is Pushing the Odds on SB Nation Radio. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios in Las Vegas, here's Matt Peralt. Livers gets the basketball. Looking, looking. Throws it into Rockman at midcourt. Two seconds. Rockman off the pool. Three for the win. He got it. He got it. Jordan Poole, the freshman, hits it at the buzzer. And Michigan is off to the Sweet 16. Westwood on the call. Coming to you live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Looking for quality auto parts for your vehicle. Shop O'Reilly Auto Parts. You'll find they'll have convenient locations. Thousands of brand name parts in stock. Extending store hours. Everyday low prices and well-trained parts professional people. We think you'll agree that O'Reilly's is the auto parts store you can depend upon. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. We head to the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans hotline. We talk to a, t- to a guy covering the team that's headed to the Sweet 16, Anthony Broom. Uh, Mason Brew, SB Nation's great site covering the Michigan Wolverines. They're headed uh, to California, to L.A., to w- with a matchup against Texas A&M. Anthony Mapparalt, how are you? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for the time. All right, let's start with the Big Ten tournament for Michigan. And uh, John Beeline's a gr- phenomenal coach. He's a wizard when it comes to tournaments. Uh, you know, him and Dane Altman are two, my two favorite coaches to watch when it comes to tournament time because they're so good at preparation and they, their teams are always difficult to face on short notice. But how surprised were you to see Michigan win the Big Ten tournament? Um, I wasn't. I mean, it was one of the the hotter teams in the country, you know, coming into it, and you know, it's it's just another case of a team playing its best basketball at the right time, you know. And, I felt like, you know, I think Iowa, uh, Iowa was a team that, you know, you kind of just kind of gutted out and get a win against. Nebraska had beat them up pretty well earlier in the year, but that was one of those fluky type of blowouts on the road. And then, you know, they had, you know, Michigan, they kind of have Michigan State's number right now. And uh, Purdue, they had matched up pretty well with as well. So, you know, they beat top 10 teams in back-to-back days. I think it, you know, it wasn't important that they won the Big Ten tournament, but I think it just kind of reinforced that uh, that this is a pretty good team and, and one of the best in the country. Well, I, I loved what they looked like. You know, I, I loved how uh, how the, everything seemed to come together in, in New York for them, and, and, but. The delay in the wait and the time off is something that the Missouri Valley Conference has talked about for a long time, that it's very difficult to sit and keep yourself razor sharp for 10, 11, 12 days. How did you feel that Michigan handled the time off after the win? Yeah, well, I think they did everything they could to stay sharp. Uh, but even, you know, they got two wins over the weekend, and that's that's huge for them. It's obviously great. You, you play yourself into the second weekend, but make no mistake about it. I mean, I certainly think that layoff – did add a layer of rust to this team. And uh, it's it certain, you know, in a weekend where a lot of the better teams in the country were getting popped left and right, Michigan played two of really what I consider two of their worst ba- two of their worst consecutive basketball games of the year mm. and got two wins out of it. So it, it, it certainly, I think, it had an effect on them for sure. I mean, you know, their big three is kind of uh, Xavier Simpson, Muhammad Ali, Abdur Rockin, and, and Moritz Wagner. And, you know, those guys really didn't do anything this past weekend, and they still won twice. So it took a little bit of March magic. It took a buzzer beater, uh, which they've been on the opposite end of plenty yeah. of times. But, <laughs> you know, it's uh, you don't apologize for winning this time of year. It's the biggest cliche ever, and people get annoyed by it. But survive in advance, and that's what they did twice. Anthony Broom, Maze and Blue, Espionations, Michigan site, joining us here on Pushing the Odds. 
Look, Michigan football, Michigan sports in general, there, there's just an encyclopedia of moments to go through. But where does that shot, where does the moment against Houston come down in your mind uh, in Michigan sports, in the pantheon of Michigan sports? I mean, it's up there. I mean, the, the one that always sticks out to me, and I think I would kind of still give the nod to, is the, the Trey Burke shot against uh, Kansas in the Sweet 16. Maybe just because, I mean, it was the bigger stage. It was a yeah. team, you know, a powerhouse in Kansas, and it was in, you know, Jerry World, which is literally the biggest stage <laughs> of them all when, when you're talking about, you know, a basketball venue to play in. So that one, uh, at least for me personally, I would say that one is, is probably number one. But, you know, for a freshman, and, and I'm not surprised that Jordan Poole hit that shot at all because he's been, you know, lights out from every point in the gym this year as a freshman. He's one of those unflappable guys, but... um you know, when the moment came, it wasn't too big for him, and he was able to sink his shot. There's a video going around of him hitting a – it's scary how similar it is, a buzzer beater like that uh, in high school. So huh. a leg kick and everything. So, um, <laughs> no, I'm not surprised at all. And that will – I mean, this is a special group. It feels that way. I, I don't know if I'd – I'd stop short of saying they're a team of destiny, but it just feels like, you know, in the moment you're, of course, stretched out, you think you're – you're about to lose a football, or a, I'm sorry, a basketball game. But you know, I, I'm not, not. I'm not surprised. It, it felt that felt like it was supposed to happen. Did the opponent, and you mentioned KU in the Sweet 16, the stage being different, but it being against a team out of the American in Houston on a weekend where normally that play gets a ton of run, but because of what happened elsewhere in the tournament, it kind of it's a, it's a moment, but it's not the moment of the opening weekend. Did, did that kind of diminish it a little bit? Um, I don't think so. I mean, when you when we talk about that one shining moment video montage that they'll play when it's all said and done, chances are, I mean, you're either going to be on one end of it or the other. So uh, to be on the correct <laughs> end of it is, I don't think anyone would trade that for the world. And I don't think anyone really cares if it's getting paid attention to or not. Yeah. Um, you know, the UMBC story was cool. Some of these other uh, upsets from the weekend are cool. Loyola Chicago, Sister Jean, who I'm absolutely terrified of because she, <laughs> that school has the Lord on their side. And I, I wrote about that today, actually. So um, someone that Michigan could run into, you know, if they make the Final Four potentially. So, um, no, I, I don't think that, uh, you know, it, it means a lot here, and I think that's what matters most. Well, look, as sports fans, in media members, we're not part of the team. Team, you know, they always say one game at a time, and that's it. Well, we don't have to do that. We can, we, we can look at the bracket. And if you're a Michigan fan, you have to love the draw, right? I mean, there's a chance. You mentioned Loyola Chicago. There's a chance that Michigan's going to play a seven seed and then a nine seed and then potentially an 11 seed to get to the national championship game. They, I mean, Wolverine fans are going to have to love this draw right now, right? Yeah, I mean, they're, they are literally the highest remaining seed on that left side of the bracket. Now, you have a Kentucky team up top playing, you know, they're, haven't, they haven't been a normal Kentucky team, but there's, they're kind of playing their best basketball right now. Um, there's a reason that these lower seeds are there. It's because they've, they've played well and they've popped some of these other higher seeds. So, you know, you can't just pencil Michigan in and, and they won't do that. But like I said, at the end of the day, knowing how this path now sets up for them, um, at least Thursday, you know, I, Texas A&M was, was actually absolutely buzzsaw through North Carolina, but I think that Michigan, that's a pretty favorable matchup for them. Um, and you got to get there. you still got to win the games ahead of you. But, you know, seeing how this path lays out, knowing that 
I don't think it's possible they can play two worse basketball games than they did this over this past weekend. So with that in mind, I mean, yeah, you, you feel pretty confident right now with where everything's headed. But again, you know, they and that's not to say they can't lose, but right. they could play well and still get still get you know bounced. But um, with all that in mind, absolutely. I mean, you you don't apologize for the way you get there. You just yeah. got to get there. So, well, Anthony, I mean. As a media member, in in from for myself, I want this just from from, from a, an attention standpoint, and I'm sure CBS wants it as well. But Kentucky and Michigan and San Antonio would look pretty sweet, wouldn't it? Uh, hey, as far as storylines go, uh, the last time that uh, that Michigan and Kentucky uh, played on a stage like that, Kentucky bounced them in the Elite Eight. So, um, no, it's another one of those. It kind of just feels like you know, in a year where you've got all these schools coming up in the FBI investigations. Yeah. Then you have a school here in Michigan where they do everything by the book. They're, you know, it's it's not a one-and-done program. These are guys that are being coached up and developing over multiple years. You know, again, I'm not going to do all this Team of Destiny and rah-rah stuff, but this feels like the year of the good guys. So if that matchup comes to that, then uh, they'll be ready for it. Hmm. And Michigan State being knocked out as well makes it even sweeter? For Michigan fans, <laughs> uh, let's just—it was a good weekend for uh, Michigan basketball fans. We'll put it that way. Uh, with Ohio State getting bounced too, so um, I—I yeah. I can't see a scenario where it could have gone better. Maybe <laughs> a little bit, a little bit less stress later on in these games, but yeah, uh, you know, other than that, two W's and your rivals are out. So. All right. I'll get you out of here on this, Anthony. You know, A&M ripped apart North Carolina. They're playing their best basketball this time of the year. Watching that game, what concerns you of a on A&M? Yeah, well, they got a couple guys that, you know, are, are pretty big. Um, other, You know, and this is a thing where, I mean, I'll, from a Michigan point of view, I'll say this. This is a team where in the past, and we saw a little bit over this past weekend, where it's kind of been one of those live by the three, die by the three type of teams. Well, that's not the case anymore. They're, I think they're the one of the, the top five defenses in, in the country in terms of mm-hmm. efficiency and things like that. They're winning with defense now, and even when they don't have a good shooting day, uh, they're able to win games like that. So I think that uh, I think that should carry them to a win over Texas A&M. I, I expect them to shoot better, uh, which will help, but. Um, you know, North Carolina is pretty explosive offensively too, and, and Texas A&M gave them some props. So you don't uh, you don't overlook anyone this time of year. But you know, in terms of teams you maybe match up well against, I think that obviously uh, Texas A&M is is a lot more favorable for them than North Carolina. After I mean, the different season. You know, it seems like forever ago these two North Carolina and Michigan had played back in December, yeah. and North Carolina absolutely destroyed them. But so that, there would been a little bit of a fear there of that, but um, no, I think that things shape up pretty nicely for them. Anthony, thank you for the time. Enjoy the games coming up there on this week. All right, thank you for having me. That is Anthony Broom, Mason Brew, joining us on the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Hotline. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently as we slide through more tournament coverage. Michigan and Texas A&M, that game should be a lot of fun in Los Angeles you got to wonder who gets the home court there. I'm going to probably guess Michigan, but that game on Thursday in Los Angeles, out west in the west bracket. More to come. It's Pushing the Odds on a Monday. SB Nation Radio.